0: Alright folks, I'm going to talk about folk literature today. Basically, before stories were written down, it was all shared and transferred through oral tradition, right? And, well, I don't really want to talk about oral tradition, but... I mean, there's a bunch of... It's It's whatever... It's it's basically studying how... You got... All these stories and all this... The history of all that... All that shit... Okay, that's fine... You can, you know, I, I can... I'll put the fucking link for the PDF for... Oral Tradition as History... The book oral... Anyways, what I want to talk about is folk literature... Because I want to... I just want the stories that... Come out of you know, you know, oral tradition, which is older than your grandmother. So, folk literature this is from Britannica, folk literature, also called folklore or oral tradition. The lore, traditional knowledge, and beliefs. You know, one thing I find very interesting is in the British accent, when they pronounce the word law, it almost sounds like they're saying. Lore. The Lore. the l- <laughs> just, just go listen to them. Every time they say the word law. L-A-W. It sounds like they're saying the word lore. Anyways. The lore. Traditional knowledge and beliefs. <laughs> of cultures having no written language. Also it's interesting because when you read the book. Uh, the Bicameral Mind. They talk about how um, the onset of schizophrenia might have had to do with when humanity, mankind, as a civilization, went transferred over from the tr- uh, from the oral tradition to the written down tradition. Is when they think the rise of schizophrenia might have occurred. Anyways, that's another topic. It is transmitted by word of mouth and consists, as does written language, of both prose and verse, narratives, poems and songs, myths, dramas, rituals, proverbs, riddles, and the like. Guess what? That sounds like the fucking Bible. The whole fucking Bible? (laughs) Nearly all known peoples, now or in the past, have produced it. Until about 4000 BCE, all literature was oral. Did you hear that? Until about 4000 BCE, all fucking literature was oral. But beginning in the years between 4000 and 3000 BCE, writing developed both in Egypt and in the Mesopotamian, Mesopotamian civilization at Sumer. Of course... It's always in the West <laughs> of course. From that time this is from uh, Britannica, so what do you expect? From that time on there are records not only of practical matters such as law and business but increasingly of written literature. Did you know that you know in if you look up you know who invented the first printing press they'll show it as you know It was it was invented in the West, the product of the is is what helped produce the Enlightenment, right? Or product of the Enlightenment. Anyways, that's what it will show you, but they will not tell you that hundreds, if not thousands, of years before that, China already had these blocks with letters written on them, carved out on them, to use as printing blocks. Korea also had these, these inventions way before the West did. But, but they won't mention that, right? Because everything good, enlightened, reasoned, reasonable people all come out of the West and they are white. That is the history. That's the official history. Anything other than that is not allowed. Okay, from that time on, okay, as the area in which the habitual use of writing extended over Asia, North Africa, and the Mediterranean lands, and eventually over much of the whole world, a rapid growth in the composition of written literature occurred, so that that in certain parts of the world, literature in writing has to a large extent become the normal form of expression for storytellers and poets. Not so. I blame that on the Vatican Jesuit motherfuckers. Missionaries. Missionaries who went around the world basically stealing their stories, coming back, writing it down, and then taking it back to them and saying, oh, but if you believe this version of the story, Jesus will love you. Suck my dick. Nevertheless, during all the centuries in which the world has learned to use writing, there has existed side by side with the growing written tri- written record a large and important activity carried on by those actually unlettered and those not much accustomed to reading and writing. People who can't read and write have great memories. Their memory is really good. So what the fuck do you need to write shit down for if you can remember everything? <laughs> origins and and then why do you have to? Basically, writing shit down is basically translating the sounds into images, and then you read the images as sounds in your head. Might <laughs> get origins and development of the origins, like what I'm doing right now. I'm looking at images and I'm reading it out, and you're hearing it, hearing it as sound, and then you're seeing the images in your head. That is what we're doing. That is what we're calling language. Written language is just another version of this bullshit. It's the same thing. We're just translating it in all kinds of different ways. If everybody looks at a fucking red apple, we will explain it in all our different languages and, and perspectives. That's all. Origins and development. Of the origins of folk literature, as of the origins of human language, there is no way of knowing. None of the literature available today is primitive in any sense, and only the present-day results can be observed of practices extending over many thousands of years. Speculations, therefore, can only concern such human needs as may give rise to oral literature, not to its ultimate origin. The nature of oral traditions. Nor can any evolution in folk literature or any overall developments be spoken of explicitly. Each group of people, no matter how small or large, has handled its folk literature in its own way. Depending, as it does, upon the transmission from person to person and being subject to the skill or the lack of skill of those who pass it on and to the many influences, physical or social, That consciously or unconsciously affect a tradition. What may be observed is a history of continual change. Because who tells stories? Fucking do bears tell each other stories? Do donkeys tell each other stories? Do dogs tell each other stories and write that shit down? No, only humans tell each other stories. We mythologize our existence to give it fucking meaning. We are the authors of our own life and destiny. We are the ones who give our lives meaning. You are the dumbass who gives something meaning. A tree in nature doesn't call itself a tree. <laughs> Only humans label things put A string of images together. To give it a story structure. What you call a story is nothing but a string of images. And we call that a story. And we give it meaning. Why? Why the fuck do we give it meaning? Meaning is a word. (laughs) What the fuck does meaning mean? (laughs) Jesus Christ, man. We are the ones who give everything meaning. Anything that exists right now is because it went through a human mind who designed it or gave it meaning and labeled it and named it. Out in nature, who the fuck are you? You don't exist out in nature. You as the image, idea, name means nothing out in nature. An item of folk literature sometimes shows relative stability and sometimes undergoes drastic transformations. If these changes are looked at from a modern western point of view, modern western point of view. What does that mean? There is nothing new under the sun. It just means bullshit. Ethnocentric judgments can be made as to whether they are on the whole favorable or unfavorable but it must be remembered that the folk listening to or participating in its oral literature have completely different standards from those of their interpreters. Man, this is what I'm saying. The whole world needs to write books and stories and just... The whole world needs to share their own story by themselves, not through a Western perspective. Not through a Western white man lens. I am tired of this constant, every fucking bit of information is funneled and transferred to a Western white man's perspective. I am tired. I am tired of this perspective. The whole fucking world has to see reality through this Western white man's perspective. Why? It's fucking 2022 Everybody is tired Of the same bullshit story The whole world is tired of the same bullshit story We want diversity We want people to be able to tell their own fucking stories On the other hand, many items of folk literature, no, nevertheless, two directions in this continually changing human movement may be observed. Occasionally, a talented singer or tale teller, or perhaps a group of them, may develop techniques that result in an improvement over the course of time from any point of view, and in the actual development of a new literary form. On the other hand, many items of folk literature, because of historic movements or overwhelming foreign influences or the mere lack of skillful practitioners of the tradition, become less and less important and occasionally die out from the oral repertory. The details of such changes have been of great interest to all students of folk literature. The beginnings of lit of written literature in Sumer and Egypt 5,000 or 6,000 years ago took place in a world that knew only folk literature. During the millennia since then, written literature has been surrounded and sometimes all but overwhelmed by the humbler activity of the unlettered. You know another thing I noticed about white people? They love writing books and selling books. Every one... Just loves writing and selling their books. And then they will write books on how to save trees also. It's like... I don't understand, man. (laughs) I get it. I get it. It's about making money. I get that part. Fine. But like... Like, the level of hypocrisy, man. It's like... They will write books on how to save trees, man. This is the level of retardedness, man. It's like... (laughs) My goodness. It's like like Professor Michael Hudson himself. He said that America, (laughs) for some reason, seems to think it can produce its own fantasy and reality and live in it and force the rest of the world to go along with their version of reality. That is what is going on right now. If you watch the news, it's <laughs> it's just classism. Nothing has fucking changed. Nothing has fucking changed. All you have now is more of the house slaves on their side. They, they may look like everybody else from all the different colors and spectrums, whatever, but they all talk the same talk. Nothing has changed. Malcolm X is fucking... Doing the moonwalk in his grave. Fucking nothing has changed, man. It's the same... Bullshit. Colonialism. And they do it by... This is how they do it. They will go... Into... An area... And they will find physical differences between different groups of people. So what they did in Rwanda. These motherfuckers went in and said. They basically differentiated the tall, skinnier, lighter skinned. Versus the shorter, stockier, darker skinned people. They go in there and then they tell the story of Cain and Abel. They sow discord with religion. Christianity is a religion that was used to make African people fight each other so that they could go in and take you as slaves much easier if if they are fighting each other half the work is done so Christianity monotheism is is a is a is a system to go and divide up indigenous people. By all kinds of different things. You can call it eugenics. Whatever the fuck. It's basic racism. They create racism. To sow discord mentally in people's minds. That's all. And then they'll go make movies about white people being the saviors of everything. White, A white man has to save the day at the end of the day. That is it. Nobody else can save the day. Only the white man can save the day. This is... is, People, like, this is so basic. Like, it's so basic, man. How the fuck are we still... It's 20-fucking-22, but we're still dealing with the same bullshit problems, man. Nothing has changed. There's nothing new under the sun. Nothing has fucking changed. It's just the same fucking story. It's the same fucking story, man. God damn. During the millennia since since then, written literature has been surrounded and sometimes all but overwhelmed by the humbler activity of the unlettered. The emergence of the author and his carefully preserved manuscript came about slowly and uncertainly, and only in a few places initially. The literary authorship that flourished in the Athens of Pericles, or the Pericles, or The Jerusalem of the Old Testament represented only a very small part of the world of their time. Nearly everywhere else, the oral storyteller or epic singer was dominant, and all of what is called literary expression was carried in the memory of the folk and especially of gifted narrators all societies <clears throat> all societies have produced some men and women of great natural endowments shamans priests rulers and warriors and from these has come the greatest stimulus everywhere toward producing and listening to myths tales and songs yeah it's half the day humans would work their ass off and then at night they want to be entertained chill The work they do becomes transferred into the stories to give their whole lives a meaning. It's a circular system. To these, the common man has listened to such effect that sometimes he himself has become a bard. And kings and counselors, still without benefit of writing, have sat enthralled as he entertained them at their banquets. Yeah, the shaman was the first artist, actor. Cultural Exchange in Written and Oral Traditions This folk literature has affected the later written word profoundly. The Homeric hymns undoubtedly oral in origin and retaining many of the usual characteristics of folk literature such as long repetitions and formulaic expressions have come so far in their development that they move with ease within a uniform and difficult poetic form have constructed elaborate and fairly consistent plots and successfully carried them through and have preserved in definitive form a conception of the Olympic pantheon with its gods and heroes, which become a part of ancient Greek thinking. It's all fucking shamanism, man. (laughs) Not everywhere has the oral literature impinged so directly on the written as in the works of Homer, who was probably a shaman, which um, which almost presents a transition from the pre-literate to the literate world, but many folk, ta- folk tales have found their place in literature. The medieval romances, especially the Breton lays, drew freely on these folk sources, sometimes directly. It is often hard to decide whether a tale has been learned from folk sources or whether a literary story has gone the other way and having been heard from priest or teacher or doctor has entered oral tradition and has been treated like any other folk tale or folk song the unlettered make no distinctions as to origins as the middle ages lead into the renaissance the influence of folk literature on the work of writers increases in importance so that it is sometimes difficult to draw a sharp line of distinction between them you want to hear another thing about the jaw harp the vargan the jew's harp the mouth harp whatever you want to call it the the morchang president abraham lincoln of america used to play The Jews' harp. You know where else uh, uh, the Jews' harp has a big history of? Long history of? You know where else? China. How is China always popping up in this history, in in just (laughs) world history? Why the fuck does China keep popping up? Why is fucking China so old? How the fuck does China have so long of a history? Anyways. In literary forms such as the fablio, Fablio, many anecdotes may have come ultimately from tales current among unlettered storytellers, but these have usually been reworked by writers, some of them belonging in the mainstream of literature, like Ocaccio, or Chaucer. Only later in the 16th and 17th centuries, in such works as those of Gianfrancesco Straparola Strapa- and Gian Battista Basile, did writers go directly to folk literature itself for much of their material. Yeah, the Jesuits have shit ton of folk tales from all over the world. Since classical times, composers of written literature have borrowed tales and motifs from oral narratives and their folk origin has been forgotten. Yeah, it's called plagiarism and then they bring up copyright laws. It's just called... It's just called being a chomu. In India, there's a word called chomu or a gandu. That's basically what you are. You'll go... To all over the world, indigenous people, native people, and take everything from them. And then you'll copyright it to yourself. Meaning you are the one who owns the rights to all this shit. That's what you call a gandu, a chomu, a thief, a a liar, a useless cuck, a motherfucker, uh, you know... Everything you can think that is a basically a useless Jomu that is what you call that type of a person that is what they are. They literally because of they just had more power, went around the world and just basically taking shit from everyone else and then on top of that, copywriting all this stolen shit to themselves. <laughs> This is this is the history of Western civilization and this is what they brag about their enlightenment and uh, their renaissance. This is what they brag about (laughs) this is what you call chomus man this is (laughs) chomus man okay since classical times Okay, examples abound in Homer and Beowulf. In their literary form, these stories have often lived on side by side with tellings and retellings by oral storytellers. And the grandfather of all Chomus is the Pope, the Vatican. These motherfuckers have been at this game since before your grandmother. Modern examples of traditions so used are found in Ibsen's Pierre Gint and Gerhard Hauptmann's The Sunken Bell. Particularly frequent in all literature are, are proverbs, many of them certainly of folk origin. In Finland, a good a good example of the direct use of folk literature in the construction of a literary epic is seen in the Kalavela, composed by Elias Lanrat in the 1830s, primarily by fusing epic songs that he had wrecked Recorded from Finnish singers, yeah, it's all shamanism. All shamanism. The Kalevella itself is a national literary monument, but the songs Lonrot heard are part of folk literature. It's shamanism, man. It's the hero's journey. Writers and songmakers have always used themes taken from oral legends and folk songs, and in their turn have affected the traditions themselves. In recent years the cinema has presented old folk tales to an appreciative public and interest in folk songs especially has been stimulated by the radio and television. Yeah. This is how full retard they went. I mean Tropic Thunder is a <laughs> man this like the white man went and conquered everyone. Then on top of that, he wanted to play the parts of everyone he conquered, Asian, black, whatever, in the movies he made. And then he would go, <laughs> it's, it's it's just, it's just basically, it's, it's just, it's just a incestual mindfuck. That's what it is. An incestual mindfuck. Okay, where was I? Writers and songmakers have all okay, yeah, blah blah blah. Inevitably this oral literature has become less truly less true truly oral and much pseudo folk literature has been presented to the public, habituated as it is to the usual literary conventions. That's what happens, man, when you have so much incest in the blood. That's what happens, man. Within urbanized Western culture, it is clear that folk literature has been gradually displaced by books and newspapers, radio and television. Why? Because it makes more money. Persons interested in hearing authentic oral... They will go and kill the golden goose that laid the fucking egg. The indigenous native people. I mean, my goodness, man. There are still... If you go around the country, if if you see those... Indian stores, Native American stores, that sell, you know, indigenous Native American made products. They are owned by white people. Nothing has changed, man. It's just a fucking Sunday school drama they have put on the news. And we are believing their bullshit story. Nothing has changed, man. Fucking nothing has changed. Persons interested in hearing authentic oral tales, traditions, or songs must make special efforts to discover them. There still exist isolated groups that carry on such traditions, old people, recent immigrant enclaves in cities, and other minority populations, rural or urban. Yeah, basically they've set up the whole system basically to leech off of the rest of the world. Minorities. even They've even given us a different fucking... Name and definition, minorities it's not about classism, it's not about racism. We are f- a fair, democratic country we are <laughs> I don't know what to say, man. I don't know what to say anymore i'm just I'm just tired of the bullshit man. That's all I'm saying. I'm just tired of the bullshit man. It is the same bullshit, but they'll say no, but we're not racist. <laughs> we love everyone. we're fair, we're not racist. We're not... We are We are the most democratic... <laughs> we are the most equal of all the countries. Jesus fucking Christ, man. Children are also important for the carrying on of certain kinds of oral traditions such as singing games, riddles, and dance songs. These go on from generation to generation and are added to continually, always within an oral tradition. During the past few generations, folk festivals have flourished... These have become almost worldwide and of the greatest variety. They are likely to revive older dances or bring in new ones from other countries, but they also have some singing and occasionally tale-telling. Usually, another thing that really pisses me off is why are Native Americans still called Indians when it is The whole world knows there's a country called India. If they are the ones who are called Indians, why are the Native Americans still called Indians? Please, someone, please fucking explain this to me. I've tried to look it up. I still haven't found a good explanation. And I'm still pissed off that still today, that word is used to define American Indians. So unless American Indians actually came from India... And that is the reason why they are called Indians. West Indies. Why are they still fucking called Indians? Please tell me. And how come white people still have this definition on all these forms as the white bot What the fuck does white mean? Please someone tell me. What does white mean? Hmm? But everyone else gets a country or ethnicity. But except for white people, they get a color. What the fuck is going on? Please, someone tell me. Someone, please tell me. And then Ukraine only takes the refugees that look white. Someone, please tell me what is going on. Hmm? Please tell me. Is the West just a label and name to basically keep this sort of white race idea keep going? Is is that what is going on, really? If that's the case, then Hitler has won. <laughs> then, then America has achieved what Hitler was trying to achieve. And if that's the case, America is more like the TV show The Man in the High Tower. If you really look at it, that's what's really going on. Someone please explain to me what the fuck is going on. <laughs> I I don't understand what's going on. Someone please explain to me. What the white race is. What What is the white race? Please someone explain to me. What is the white race? Huh? Usually a genuine attempt is made to keep them within the authentic... Local tradition and they have been a stimulus to the preservation of a disappearing phase of modern life. If folk literature is actually dying out, the process is very slow. It is now, as it has always been, the normal literary expression for the unlettered of all continents. Another thing, this, this is what I'm trying to say I don't understand what the white race means. Please, someone explain to me what white means because when I was in college. I had a friend who was white okay but his eyes had that sort of uh the the asian eyes the 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 fucking the skin fold on the eyes on the towards the sides he had that so apparently his girlfriend's parents didn't like him because they thought he wasn't white because they thought he was something else, but actually <laughs> he was white, also Robert Pattinson has a little bit of this fold on his corner of his eye, so this is what I'm saying: What the fuck is the white race man? because if it's just a bunch of features on white skin, you can find these features in all sorts of different culture, different people who are not white <laughs> so Please, someone explain to me, what the fuck does white mean? Now, if someone says, it means blue-haired and blonde-eyed and white skin, Okay then, that's Anglo-Saxon. <laughs> if, that's what I'm saying. If we're gonna go down to just colors, okay then, white is blanca. And then black is negra, right? So, but then we're talking about colors, Why are we talking about people as colors? This is what I'm trying to say. What the fuck does white mean? Please someone explain to me. We don't go around calling black people negra in Spanish, do we? Hey, what's up, negra? We don't go around doing that, right? Why not? If it's just a color. So this is what I'm saying. But white people, we still have white as a... A Category on all these official forms So please someone explain to me What the fuck is going on Please someone explain to me Characteristics of folk literature The most obvious characteristic of folk literature Is its orality I'm saying this because just the other day We went to get our shots Yes we went to get our shots Because we have to travel Me and my wife Okay for me on the form I had Asian Asian is a uh, ethnicity okay but for my wife she had white <laughs> so please explain to you what the what does white mean okay and we did dna tests also okay my wife has most of her thing dna genes from europe so please someone explain to me what does white mean what does white mean White is just a color. So if it's just a color, what game are we playing here? Then right there, we can see that racism is a built-up idea. It's a fucking fake built-up idea then. Just to divide people. If fucking John Legend is black... (laughs) If John Legend can pass as black... Then... My goodness, man. My fucking goodness. This is what I'm saying. What game are we playing here? Then half of the Indian population should pass as black then. If this is this is what I'm saying. What game are we playing here? Someone please explain to me. Either the the monomyth of the white man is basically crumbling and with that is the bullshit history he has been teaching the whole world that is also going Either that's the case, or the whole world is confused. Please someone explain to me. I don't understand. Please someone explain to me. I don't understand, man. The most obvious characteristic of folk literature is its orality. In spite of certain borderline cases, it normally stands in direct contrast to to written literature. The latter exists in manuscripts and books and may be preserved exactly as the author or authors left it, even though this may have happened centuries or even millennia ago. There are fucking Middle Eastern people who look white. Legit white. I've seen albino Indian people who could legit pass as white. Please explain to me what the fuck white means. I don't understand. Through these manuscripts and books, the thoughts and emotions and observations, even the fine nuances of style, can be experienced without regard to time or distance. With oral nuances of style, with oral literature, this is not possible. It is concerned only with speaking and singing and with listening. Thus, depending upon the existence of a living culture to carry on a tradition. If any item of folk literature ceases to exist within human memory, it is completely lost. Yeah, that's why you destroy and burn the books, because you motherfuckers are insecure little cucks. The speaker or singer is carrying on a tradition learned from other speakers and delivered to a living audience. It may well be that the listeners have heard this material many times before and that it has a vigorous life in the community and they will see to it that the performer does not depart too far from the tradition as they know of as they know it if acceptable to the listeners the story or song or proverb or riddle will be repeated over and over again as long as it appeals to men and women even through the ages and over long geographic distances. I mean, I could fucking, there's... Whoever wrote this is not very fun to read, man. It's very boring. Very boring writing, man certain bars and minstrels and song makers develop special techniques of singing or of telling epic or heroic tales to the accompan- to the accompaniment of a harp or other musical instrument yeah the 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 jew's harp is what the shaman calls his horse it's what lets him travel into the different dimensions using all kinds of different things it's is sad because sound is consciousness in the course of time in various places special poetic forms have been perfected and passed on from bard to bard this is probably what the prophets were in the bible when when it talks about one, one prophet giving his uh spirit or his well it was it was visualized as a what a scarf or something but it basically is passing on that spirit it's basically shamanism, man. You'll go look at a Mongolian shaman, go into trance, beating his drum, doing this stuff, and then what happens? Apparently, one of his ancestors comes and descends upon him. His, the spirit of his ancestor comes and descends upon him. Some grandfather or uncle or whatever. That's basically what they're doing. These shamans are channeling, using their body to be a. In the Bible, it says. You are the potter. I am the clay. It's, it's about. In the New Testament. It talks about our fight is not against. Flesh and blood. But against spirits from. What? It's about. Energy. Spirits. Psychology. Shamanism. Using psychedelics. Using sound. Going into trances. This is what the whole fucking Bible is about, man. That stuff. Not the boring... My goodness, man. Such must have been the way in which the remarkably skillful heroic meters of the Greek epics were developed. A different kind of oral tradition is preserved by the ritual specialists, priests, shamans, and other and others who perform religious ceremonies and healing rites. Frequently, these rituals must be remembered word for word and are not believed to be effective unless they are correctly performed. The ideal of such priestly transmitters of oral tradition is complete faithfulness to that which has been passed down to them. Not least important of the many reasons for the existence and perpetuation of folk literature is the need for release from the boredom that comes on long sea voyages or in army camps or on long winter evenings. Some folk literature is primarily didactic and tries to convey the information people need to carry on their lives properly. I mean, look at the... Apparently, all prisons in America are private and most of them are filled with black people. And most of the guards are white men. I mean, people, come on, man. I'm not even trying to make it. I'm not even. I'm not even trying. You take a look at what is actually going on. You tell me that it's not the same bullshit. I mean, come on. I don't care what fucking skin color you have. I don't care what language you speak. I don't care what gender you are. I don't care. It's about energy. It's about your fucking heart. It's about your heart and your mind. It's about your ego and your soul. That is all. That is all it has ever been about. But the motherfuckers on the top of the pyramid need to find all kinds of ways to to control the rest of us motherfuckers <sighs> and they will use all kinds of different ways to divide us because they know the moment we realize we are ninety-nine percent, they are one percent, all the money and and wealth they own is basically our debt. <laughs> All we have to do is flip 180. That's it. And the balance of powers has been completely overturned. But that only works if we are united. Until then... Until then... It's just the same bullshit story. (laughs) White man on top. Everybody else on the bottom. It's the same story, man. At least that's the story they want us to... Believe (laughs) It doesn't have to be that way This is why I'm going back to the source Where the fuck do stories come? Stories come from humans, motherfucker Stories come from humans In the Bible it said Not a single word or dot or blah 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 Will be taken out or added into this text That's fine, motherfucker But all these stories came from humans The words of God came from the mouths of humans, motherfucker. (laughs) They have got us... completely... under their spell because of syntax. (laughs) This subtle... (laughs) this subtle... Difference of perspective The book came after the chicken Okay (laughs) First came the sound The sound came out of a human's mouth Motherfucker Man shall not live on Bread alone but by every Word out of God's mouth Nigga, your mouth (laughs) Ye are gods You You The N-word comes from Ethiopia. It means, it comes from N-E-G-U-S. It's legit, literally pronounced niggas. What does it mean? It means king. It means ruler. It means sovereign ruler. It means king. The N-word means king. They have taken (laughs) the word king and enslaved you. By making you, by making that a trigger word to basically just make you erupt with violence. Why? Because then they can go (laughs) put their knee on your neck so you can't breathe. It's the power of words, stories, meanings that they have fucking twisted. And we have left them because we have forgotten who the fuck we are. They took the motherfucker that came to remind us, ye are gods. They took that fucker and crucified him. And that we have to pray in his name and believe him. And it's they have cucked us, they have psychologically cucked us. God loves you. (laughs) Jesus loves you. They have psychologically cucked us with our own fucking stories. Fine, I'll read the conclusion from uh, Oral Tradition as History. Conclusion Oral traditions have a part to play in the reconstruction of the past. The importance of this part varies according to place and time. It is a part similar to that played by written sources because both are messages from the past to the present, and messages are key elements in historical reconstruction. But the relationship is not one of the diva and her understudy in the opera. When the star cannot sing, the understudy appears. When writing fails, tradition comes on stage. This is wrong. Wherever oral traditions are extant, they remain an indispensable source for reconstruction. They correct other perspectives just as much as other perspectives correct them story is just a perspective. Where there is no writing or almost none, oral traditions must bear the brunt of historical reconstruction. They will not do this as if they were written sources. Writing is a technological miracle. It makes utterances permanent while not losing any of their faithfulness. Even though the situation of immediate and in intimate communication is lost, Hence, where writing is widely used, one expects very detailed and very diverse sources of information, which also allow for a very detailed re- reconstruction of the past. Historians who work with the written sources of the last few centuries in any of the major areas of literacy should not expect that reconstructions using oral materials will yield as full, detailed, and precise a reconstruction barring only the very recent past. The limitations of oral tradition must, tradition must be fully appreciated so that it will not come as a disappointment that long periods of research yield a reconstruction that is still not very detailed. What one does reconstruct from oral sources may well be of a lower order of reliability when there is no independent sources to cross-check and when structuring or chronological problems complicate the issues. This means that particular research questions remain unsettled for much longer periods of time than when a reconstruction rests on massive and internally independent written evidence. It will take longer to achieve results that are reliable because they are confirmed by other sources. Look man. If you own all the stories. You own the future. Because stories are the past. And if you own all the past. You own all the future. And basically. The rest of the world is saying. which And this is basically. It, 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 it once again comes back to energy. And. History has been exactly that. Just his story. Which has been dictated by the Pope and the Vatican. Her story. Which is basically diversity. What we call minority groups. Has been basically stolen, plagiarized, and copyrighted. Okay, That is the game we are playing. That is the story that's going on right now. This is because of... You know, the illusion of control, power, money, everything fades, motherfucker. Everything that begins has an end, okay? The moment you are born, now you are just waiting to die. (laughs) Everything that has a beginning has an end. All civilizations come to an end. What goes around comes around. All stories are circular because life is circular. Because time is circular. Because the soul is a circle. Because. I mean. (laughs) So what are we going to do is my question. Is what are we going to do? I'm just trying to. (sighs) I'm just trying to get everyone to see that we all come from the same fucking stock. Motherfucker, we all come from the same fucking stock. We all were on the playground as kids. Everyone was getting along, you know, whatever. We didn't really care. But then there came a time when, you know, we all had to apparently play different parts. And that was dictated by, you know, you know how it works, the pyramid. You know how the pyramid works. So, basically, it used to be, you know, everyone had everyone was just native, indigenous, belonged in the land. We were nomadic. We would move with the animals. You know, that was one, one form of lifestyle. And the other was, you know... Settle down agricultural. uh, Next to the rivers. Next to water basically. If you want to grow agriculture you need fresh water. So that was the other lifestyle. And that was it. And, And then it was a collision of those two I guess. And that is our history. But we all began from the same fucking source. And... The jaw harp, which is interesting because it has it apparently has over nine hundred different names from all over the world, and everybody seemed to have it. The oldest ones seem to go back to China, and this thing was used by shamans, and shamans and this instrument and sound and consciousness and caves all seem to we all seem to have stories of something to do with caves and music okay this is what i keep saying we all seem to have this same fucking theme going on throughout all of our history shamans caves and music You think maybe out of that came language? I don't know, but... uh, What am I trying to say now? I'm saying, if we look at the current situation... And we look at our history... I think all of us can tell that there seems to be... Some major part of history that's just missing. Something is not adding up. It involves China. And it it, it involves... Imperialism. Colonialism. So... Which goes back to the Pope. Because the Pope is the one who gave the orders for colonialism to begin. This is what I'm saying. It all goes back to the Pope. The Vatican. The merchants. It all seems like, almost. The Silk Road ended at at the Vatican in Israel. And... it And the middle east was cut off and then it became about oil and then you know it became about the west controlling that oil we went from riding golden horses to everything became about oil that happened in world war 1 that was so the division between the the lords and the the upper the upper ca- class versus basically the rest of us. That's when all this bullshit started with whole, you know, the uh, capitalism and communism and Marxism, and that's when all this stuff started. Just this one group of people that basically owned everything versus the others who basically had to do all the work for them. And if you look at the current situation we're in right now, it's the same fucking story. This one group of people just keeps, they just, all they want is a free lunch. They will do anything possible in their power. They will use all the force and money to keep having this free lunch because (laughs) that's the story that we're in right now. It's this class war between this one class that does not want to work. And just wants to keep leeching off the rest of the world, which they have just built this whole system around. And the rest of the world that's just tired of uh, just fucking blowing their labor off into the wind, basically. That's the story. It just and and if you look back in history, it, <laughs> it's the same fucking story, man. It's the same fucking story on repeat. We watch the same fucking movies. There's nothing new under the sun. All good stories have the same characters. The hero with the thousand faces was a shaman. You are the self wearing all these different masks, faces. So what's the story we're writing? Because we're the ones who will give it meaning. So what story are we writing? Hell, we're not even writing We don't even know we're the author We don't even know how to write We don't even know what a story is (laughs) What What story are we writing? That's the question That's the question of 2022 What story are we as humanity, as mankind The apparently smartest animal on this planet What story are we writing? I don't think we're writing anything. (laughs) We're watching the same bullshit story on repeat. I don't know. You tell me. Peace.